This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like what you're hearing, which, come on, let's face it, you do. Make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, do the way we can dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little cornbread muffins. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I, I want to say, no, I did something different that time. Do I normally say another exciting episode of Allison Rosen's Your New Best Friend? Another exciting Thursday show? That felt wrong. It just feels right to be here. It feels right to be here. <laughs> okay. But it felt like I described it in, the, in a wrong way. I think people will still understand what you're talking about. <laughs> Somebody tells me you didn't confuse anybody. You don't think they feel like they might have downloaded the wrong podcast? <laughs> yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> or, or it's the wrong day. Anyway, um, we're all here. And by all, I mean all, including Jenna, who was out last week. I'm so sorry. I felt a, a void. I mean, Bob Bryan's good, although he's kind of a dick. But, <laughs> <laughs> but in a funny way. I was thinking about this. I think that he's he rides the funny dick line. <laughs> he does but, a great job doing that, both on and off mic, man. Yes, add. but I think that if we're really gonna let rides the funny dick go, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he intends to be funny. And the reason I say this is once he said something on air on the Adam Carolla show, and then I got a, a text from him. Um. Sometime after the show where he's like, oh, shit, when I said this, did that come off mean? I didn't mean for it to, but then I was thinking about it, and now I'm worried that it might have. And it was something where it, it really didn't, but I thought, weird. What a warm-blooded wow. response. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad that Jenna's back, though, and everyone missed you. Thank you. Um, hello, Gary. Hey, Allison. Hello, Matt. What's up? Hi, Chris. Hi, Allison. Hi, Jenna. Hello. Okay, I felt like we needed to say all the hellos. Um, something. Does anything sound weird to you guys in the headphones? Is it just this seat? No. Sounds okay, I think. Okay. A little quiet, but yeah. Yeah. it's probably just the headphones yeah, themselves. All right, I'm just going to turn these up. <clears throat> okay, so we have all sorts of things to get to. Um, it is now, I'd say, probably week four of Watch Watch, wherein I have not fixed my watch because I'm still too lazy. And get this, you guys. My wall clock broke. (laughs) Now I only have like 17 things that tell me the time around my house. Um, And what happened was I was looking at it and I noticed it was slow. So I adjusted the time. And then later I closed the bathroom door and this giant crashing happened. And that was it falling onto Daniel's stuff and then knocking everything onto the ground. Oh, so it really broke. Yes. Because yeah, yeah. when I you know. said your watch broke, the battery died. Yeah, no, this broke broke. Okay. Yeah, my watch I had is- that happened to me twice off the bathroom wall. Yeah. Weird. They need to make the little thing that hangs on the nail more robust. I agree. At this point, are you are you still do you still have the ghost watch feeling or <laughs> yes. are you really? I do, but maybe I'm willing it into existence. At this point, are you purposefully not repairing it so that it can be content? No, <laughs> I'm just that lazy. Oh. I mean it's a it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean you open strong with Watch Watch, so I was wondering if I know. there was a, a decision that was made. No. Watch there, Watch must go on. No, there isn't. I really would like to get my watch fixed. In fact, it's, it's something where I think, if I had an intern, I could send the intern out to do this kind of thing. Um, 
One of these days I will fix it, though. And then we'll have, then how, who knows how the show will start. Well, though, but then you might forget to put your watch on anyway because it's been so long. Oh, so you have this, you're right. This right working anymore, yeah. watch with no wrist home. Right. What if it's like that thing where someone dies and then you wish they'd come back, but in reality, if they came back, you really have, have already moved on. <laughs> What if I've already moved on and I don't know it yet? That hasn't happened to me yet. <laughs> that has never happened to me either. But I'm okay. just saying I, I have thought about what it might be like. like I think I might you're... have moved on from my watch. I'm telling you, I'm surprised that it's taken this long. Like I, I wore a watch forever. The heart forever. wants what it wants. That's true. That's it does. true. I did. I wore a watch forever though and it took a couple of weeks, but I – I do not miss it at all. I know, but that's because you're all into like positive thinking and the power of now. <laughs> yeah. You take your inspiration from books. Yep, we know true. all about that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the old Matt Fondelier, don't you think he would have clung on to the idea of a watch? He would. Yeah, he would have held fast to that watch. Okay. Um, so Your watch tan's have... gone though, right? Did you, did you I, have one? I never had a watch tan. Oh. Although I am in the sun from the t-shirt down <laughs> uh, walking the dog – yeah. And so I'm trying to think. But no, but I was before the the four weeks too. I just think I never really had one. Okay. Well, I was trying to put a positive spin. Didn't work. <laughs> I appreciate the effort though. So we've got just me or everyone. We have a couple observations I made that I need to share. We have um, all sorts of stuff. But first, I have a bone to pick with someone that we work closely with and that is Dr. Drew – Happened to be listening to an episode of his show when I heard this. Part of my goal here in uh, doing this podcast is to shed light where there is darkness on this pirate ship, the Corolla pirate ship. So I've been interviewing his buddies like Chris and, and Ray and his wife. And I thought we need to interview Chris and Gary who are integral parts of the pirate ship and are important characters slash players on certainly my podcast and the Adam and Drew podcast. And no one really knows who you guys are. Uh, first of all, I guess it's clear he doesn't listen to this show. Yeah, <laughs> Second of all, Mr. Inventing the Shedding of Light. It's very bright in this room. <laughs> I can't even see you. I'm squinting. Yeah. So, um, so I think it might be time to whip out this one and tell this to Dr. Drew. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Oh, how dare you? It's threatening for me even to do that because I do love Drew just that much. But I think he would take it in stride. He'll be okay. It was interesting, though, because in the course of interviewing you, Chris, he's uh-huh. just like, when did you lose your virginity? Yeah, that happened. And we know Score. you lost your virginity. But, um, <laughs> but what I was... if you hadn't? <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that what you're getting at? No, Drew's no. a Drew's, way better he's episode. Like, <laughs> hey, he's, he's, he's really – he reads you differently than most people who ask you like he asked me oh are you dating him? and i said no he's like and then but he, the way i said he's like oh so you want to be and it's just like he reads he reads it in a weird way when i just said no but do, do you really want to be yeah totally <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't know no, wait but are you suggesting right that now. he read like he reads the inner you or yeah like the he not only does he take what you say into account but the way you say it you, what you're doing with your eyes i don't know everything so you have to be very careful when being interviewed by him he sees yes. everything. Did you guys get diagnosed at the end? <laughs> did, did he have anything to Well, like... he told Chris that Chris was more normal than 
he expected. And I thought, well, yeah. I, I didn't know that one was in his toolkit. That makes me feel worse that I didn't get that. <laughs> that was meant for me. <laughs> like, you know, people open a fortune cookie and then they trade the fortune around. Oh, I got yours. Um, no, here's the thing, though, with the virginity question. That's just so – it's just so Drew. Um, and it's it's so actually doctor-like, I think, to just like throw out a super personal question as if, of course, you're going to answer it. And you did. And it makes me wonder as an interviewer, Man. even though I don't think I could – I don't think I could pull that off. It's like, oh, maybe that's how you're supposed to do it. Because instead, I do the thing where I'm like, I'm going to ask you a question. You might not want to answer it. You're probably not going to want to. But anyway. Like and, I then always... They always, and then they always do. Don't yeah. be second-guessing your interview okay. style. Okay. Drew is a great interviewer, and he's penetrating and not in a pleasant way. In a violating, probing yeah. way. But I feel like you get as <laughs> like much, if not more, out of your interviews, and people walk away being like, wow, that was really fun. Whereas I walked out of the studio with Drew like hating myself, and that's not – and I know that other people – I know other people who have had that experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of one of them. Yeah. Um, I well, felt great. Bullshit. You're you're more normal than he thought That's you were right. going to be. So obviously you felt great. I Thanks. think also Drew's you, Drew's comfortable with these two guys. So I think it's easy for Drew to fire off that question because they work together. Yeah, like if he was interviewing Obama, I don't think he would. He well, would. no, I don't. I think Matt's right. I don't think he would have asked Matt that question. He doesn't know Matt very well. I mean, he knows Matt in the sense of he's always around here, but he's not. He doesn't work as closely with him. So right. I think that we got a bit more of a invasive interview than just an, an average person who was a guest on his podcast because we're on air with him on his show and stuff. R- really? My sense is that he is comfortable with the invasive interview. Like that's- He is, but I felt like he ratcheted up a notch or two for us. Maybe. That question specifically. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know? But then also um, something about when Gary talked to him, um, the fact that he could not – so Gary and I grew up in the same place. And the fact that Drew couldn't understand that it wasn't paradise because yeah, he was, was just convinced that, <laughs> oh, wow, moving to Newport from Diamond Bar for Gary, that had to have been paradise. And Gary was like, not really. and Because I had the same experience right. of it well, wasn't at all. That's such a – it actually gave me insight into I think probably how my parents – must feel and perhaps sort of the slap in the face of them moving me to this place that appears idyllic and safe and the schools are good and me resenting the fact that I had to grow up there around homogenous assholes. Yeah, I mean, I think that in that particular case, Drew lived in the Newport Laguna area when he was like 19, 20, 21, but he was a transplant. He like yeah. he didn't grow up there or go to high school there. So what he remembers is living in a beach town and having sex with a bunch of girls and being a, like a bartender or a waiter or something. And it, it was like a very high point in his life. So I feel like his view of Newport Beach is based on that experience. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for him to maybe understand how a high school or even younger experience might be there. Right. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Laguna Beach yeah, that, wasn't on TV yet. <laughs> but the you're OC right. That was, that was weird that he just kept being like, no, it's paradise. How is that bad? Right. Right. In a way, it's – and by the way, I should say when I, I – I don't mean to sound so um, – I sounded very teenagery when I said homogenous assholes. All I mean is that, as Gary said, it was very clicky and very judgmental and very statusy and very all about material items. And it just was – if you didn't conform – it, w- it was tough if you were different in any way. That was kind of my experience of, of growing up there. Um, but he did a thing. He does a thing. And Adam does this too. Uh, he's really interested in what you're like in high school. 
And I find that weird when interviewers ask you what you're like in high school because when I think about it, I think I'm completely different now. But if I told him how I was in high school, I feel his view would change on who I am. Even how if, were you in high school? I don't uh, – exactly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was just a regular guy. I, get, oh, I was a norm- – oh, my gosh. I was a normal guy. I haven't changed. <laughs> uh, no, I was, I was a lot shyer, more shy. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I didn't I, – I don't know. I just like some kid – do they feel that those were the are the most formative years? Is that why they're asking about high school? I don't know. Adam does it too. Yeah, just like what were you like in high school? And I find that odd, especially when you know it's an older, much older person. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't know. Being in high school is kind of can be an awkward time for people, but it's really your first kind of like social integration. Like I think I can kind of see why he would ask that kind of question. Like you're right, you are different than you were in high school. Not that I knew you when you were in high school. I know I'm a little bit different than I was in high school, but certainly. If you were to look back on a high school of somebody and like kind of get their perspective, they will probably tell you a lot about how at least they view themselves. Right, right. It is a way to get to the core of mm. – because of, I think most people are walking around with maybe not not that deep but some sort of wound from those years. Oh, definitely. From the 14 to 18-year-old range, all – <laughs> I mean, not uh, not me. No. It was a great time for me. But uh, yes. What were you like in high school? Um, or how was your high school? Mine was just like yours. Like you were describing exactly how I would have described Light. it. Oh, yeah. And very, everybody's the same. And if you didn't shop at Abercrombie and Fitch, you were lame. <laughs> and if you, you know, didn't have a, your own car, then you what were city was this? looked down on. Um, Provo. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was a tough, I thought it was tough. Maybe people don't feel that way, but I thought it was. And, and I was, I don't know what I was like. I had friends that were very popular and I had friends that were not popular. So I kind of just tried to stay out of everybody's way. (laughs) I did. That was the, the one thing I did like about high school versus kindergarten through eighth was at least at the high school that I went to and that Gary also went to, it was big enough that you could kind of stay out of the way. Because mm-hmm. um, I went to a very small school from kindergarten through eighth where I was actually just reading the alumni magazine and, and all these teachers were blowing smoke up the butt of the school and talking about how great it is. And one was saying, there are no invisible children here. And I was thinking, well, in that that actually was true. No matter what, everyone knew who everyone was, which had pluses and minuses. I yeah I agree with that, but I also when I hear people talk about going to like Harbor or or bigger schools like that where the student body's like five thousand mm-hmm. or like four thousand, I'm kind of jealous of that because I feel like that would have been a lot more like college where it would have been even easier to find a group of people even if they weren't the most popular who you had things in common with where you didn't have to try to stay out of the way. Right. But, yes. But I mean, it was nice to go to a bigger environment where there was a little bit of that and yeah. then yeah, really nice was, to get to college where it was fucking right. giant. It was, yeah, I guess it really relatively wasn't that big of a high school that we went to, but it uh, felt nearly, big compared yeah. to where I had, had come from. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, we have an iTunes comment of the week, but we also have an email that I sent to Gary that he told me before the show he read four times and couldn't make sense of, and I thought oh, I should back up and say – Last night I had one of those nights that people have every – or I have every now and again. And I remember even as a little kid every now and again having them where for whatever reason I just could not fall asleep. I feel like I really was tossing and turning the entire night. 
I'm sure I got some sleep in there, but I feel like I didn't. So all day I felt like I'm just going on fumes, which is why, for all I know, the email I sent made no sense. Um, <laughs> or the lack of commas might have made it confusing. But, so I thought it might be amusing to try to figure out whether it makes no sense or whether Gary couldn't make sense of it. And this is a, it's an email where we're trying to figure out scheduling people for my show. Yeah, and we're going to change the names to uh, Tim and Steve because it doesn't make sense if I don't use names. Okay. So I was trying to schedule uh, uh, Steve, and I offered him the 17th of this month, September, and he replied back and said – well, he originally said, I can do, I can do the uh, 17th. And then I said, great, we'll do that. And he replied back and said, no, I now have a meeting. Can we do the 16th? And I said, do you want to do one on Monday and one on Tuesday because we had Tim scheduled for Tuesday? which was the 17th. And you replied, sorry, I totally missed this earlier. Let's see if he can do October 8th, which kind of seemed out of nowhere. And if not, let's see if Tim can do Monday at 4.15 and put Steve on Monday at 3. And if none of those work, let's put uh, Steve on Monday at 4.15 and Tim on Tuesday at 4.15. Well, I feel like no one's going to understand that <laughs> because they got lost in all of it. But Ten, welcome to my, welcome to my life. <laughs> Did that not make any – like – I understand the person who's just hearing this for the first time wouldn't be able to understand it because they are not part of the chain. But did that sound like it made no sense to you guys? There are people who have never heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little it, tough to follow. Some of it made sense. <laughs> okay. I get that you were scheduling people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So October 8th was a date that we had talked about earlier in the chain. Right. So that's why I was saying – Let's just see if he can do October 8th. But earlier in the chain, he had said he couldn't do October 8th. Oh. That's why I was confused. Okay. The last I mention that of, part. The last mention of October 8th was him saying no. Is he, that when he said he was on the road? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, okay. So I didn't – now I understand. I missed that part. So then here's what I'm saying. If we can do Tim and Steve on the same day, yeah. um, I, prefer doing, I prefer that to doing them on different days. Right. So right now we have – Steve, or we have one of them booked for Tuesday. Right. It was just confusing because it, he's also clear that he can't do Tuesday. So it, the only right. option is to try to move one of them over to Monday. That's what I was saying. Okay. But if but if he if that one can't move to Monday, then we'll just leave him on Tuesday and we'll do this guy on Monday. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's what it said, but yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it, probably, it probably is not what it said. Sorry yeah, about but that. But that makes sense. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> I'm really glad you guys cleared that up. Yeah, me too. I was, I was hoping it would be funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> looking, well. <laughs> really looking forward to Tim. <laughs> so. iTunes comment? Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right. This week's iTunes comment of the week comes from On Your Mark 12, and it's titled, You Are Awesome. Is that with periods? Yes, it is. Okay. okay. I would hope. I would hope. I would hope so. Or else it could be dashes. I'm having a stroke or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking down the street last week, completely enthralled with the Tom Green interview, and I ran into a colleague who said I looked really serious. I explained that I was listening to a great interview and told her about your podcast. You ask the best questions, and I love your conversational style with your guests. You get them to open up because you share your own experiences and opinions, and I think most hosts could learn a thing or two from my new best friend. Thanks for all the awesome podcasts. My daily commutes are always on foot and often miles long, and your show keeps me enthralled and entertained. Thank you so much. Wow. This idea that other hosts could learn a thing or two from me, you know there are certain compliments that just 
scratch an itch you didn't even know you had. <laughs> that one just did that for me. Nice. I would probably orgasm if it was said a few times. More than a few. I feel comfortable that I uncomfortable that I put it that way. <laughs> All I'm saying is thank you. Whether it's true or not, that makes me so that's so flattering. Thank you. Um and thank you guys for listening so much. The podcast has been I mean, first of all, I appreciate the feedback so much. But we're doing really well on the iTunes charts right now, which is awesome. Not that that means everything, but um, it's uh, it's really gratifying to see that. So thank you guys for listening, and thank you all for being on the show, and thank you for telling a friend um, about the show and whatnot. And if you would like your comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, just leave us a comment and click five stars because it's our favorite number. And if you want to email us, that is A-R-I-Y-M-B-F at AdamCrolla.com. Um, I want to tell you guys about something I realized, but first – I want to give a little love to our good friends over at Hulu Plus. Um, so I, I mentioned last week, I told you all about Hulu Plus, and I said, tell me what show we should all be binge-watching together. And you guys sent in a lot of good suggestions. Um, and Daniel and I have started watching Scandal. So if you're also watching Scandal on Hulu Plus, let me know. And But I'm also thinking that we might want to switch over to Once Upon a Time or in addition watch Once Upon a Time. Here's the thing with Hulu Plus. If you're familiar with Hulu, Hulu Plus is awesome. It has all the hit shows that you need to watch, that you want to watch, that you might have missed and that you thought, I want to catch up on them. Um, and the awesome thing is that you can watch on your iPhone, you can watch or just on your, on your smartphone, on your tablet, um, on your computer. You can stream it. You, never again will you be stuck somewhere thinking, now what am I going to do to kill time? I guess I'll just count these ceiling tiles. Stop counting ceiling tiles. Instead, catch up on shows. Uh, and they have all sorts of shows, SNL, Community, Modern Family, New Girl, The Office, Glee, The Mindy Project, Parks and Rec, the, the aforementioned scandal. Also, Downton Abbey. I need to catch up on that because I did not watch the last season. Um, and uh, the following, Grey's Anatomy, Gossip Girl. It's only seven ninety nine a month. That's seven ninety nine for all the shows and movies you can watch. Um, and right now, you guys, you can try Hulu Plus for a couple weeks free on me when you go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. That's A-L-I-S-O-N. Or just go to AllisonRosen.com and click on the Hulu Plus Banner. So make sure to use HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison uh, or click on the Hulu Plus banner on AllisonRosen.com to let them know that this show sent you there. You won't be sorry. And also tweet me and let me know what show you think we should all be watching together. And here's the part where I beg you, please sign up for your free trial, please, because I want them, the Hulu Plus people, to be like, look at all the people who are signing up from listening to her show. Clearly, we need to get into the Allison Rosen is your new best friend business. Yes. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I paused for a second because I was thinking, Allison Rosen is your new best friend business? No, I like correct. the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so yes. when you were thanking people for listening uh, on iTunes, I wanted to say thanks, too. Um, and then I thought, wait a second. Do, do I have to wait a couple minutes before I say thank you? Because I don't want to grab onto the coattails of your thank you. Like when – does this ever happen to you? I, it's like – um, a conga line. Get like, on. Like if Gary, Matt, and I went out to dinner and Gary paid and then we all went home and then we're getting out of the car and Matt says, thanks for dinner. 
and then I say thanks for dinner right after. <laughs> Does my thank you like just feel insincere because I thanked him right after Matt? It, that yes. would yeah, because that would feel like <laughs> well, that's <laughs> a oh, yeah, situation right. too. I, I feel like you're putting yourself in a worst case scenario though, and I feel like you would. I don't feel like you would allow that to happen. I feel like both of you would thank me at the restaurant. I think what Chris is saying is that he wants the listeners to buy us all dinner. <laughs> no, I think he wants me to buy you guys dinner. That's what I got out I'm of it. I was saying we would get some thank yous. And you guys all carpooled. Here, let, me, let me say this. It's, it's insincere or feels insincere in the scenario you presented. But if we all go to dinner and I grab the check and pay and one of you says thank you and the other one says thank you immediately thereafter, that doesn't seem insincere at all. No, right. Way. Yeah, that's because that's normal. right as it's happening. Oh, and thank you're both, thank you're both, immediately. Yeah, because the the car one suggests that you forgot and Matt remembered, and then you're just <laughs> grabbing onto that and being like, "Well, fuck, I'll remember. I'll forget if I wait five more minutes. So I'm going to do it right now." What about the thanks for driving? No, I think that's fine too because it's right as we're getting out of the car. Oh, yeah. I feel like you can latch right onto that. It's the delay that mm-hmm. makes the latch on. Right. Right. So, like, if at the end of the show Matt thanks people and you say thank you, then it's. Okay, so, oh, yeah, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Then that's... If you glommed onto the primary thank you, it would have been fine. Right, so if I wait five minutes and say thank (laughs) you, then is that going to be okay? That's totally fine. Five-minute buffer, so you'll get... Set my timer. Listeners, you'll get your thank you. Actually, in a weird way, your thank you, Jenna, becomes more valuable than anyone else's thank you. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it, but at a certain point, like, the fourth person that says thank you, like, it completely consumes the other thank yous. (laughs) It eats them. That's right. Thank you, forget about the other ones. That's right. It's aged. So... Have you noticed that when someone says good afternoon in an email, that is usually a spam email or some kind of marketing email? I Is that just me? Because to me, I usually don't see good afternoon written in an email from anyone that I actually want to have any correspondence with. Because yeah, nobody talks like that. Yeah. No, it's it's bad news. It's like it's spam or the lawyer or something like yeah, it's a I little, don't want to know. It's a little too yeah, yeah. formal, too polite. Yeah. For my taste. What what do you sign off with? Sincerely, XOXO, heart, Usually dash, dash. L-U-V, love. <laughs> Spelled L-U-R-V-E. Lerve. It's pronounced Lerve. I don't, I don't do best. You don't do best? Uh-uh. No. I don't like best wishes. Yeah. I've gotten that one before. Best wishes to me is yeah. better than best. Best sounds curt to me usually. Mm-hmm. It's usually like, we're not hiring right now. Best. <laughs> That's my memory of it. Yeah. Um, I... I usually say th- – I think I say thanks. Thanks. Warmest yeah, thanks. regards. Warmest regards. <laughs> thanks. I say thanks. Thanks. Some people do cheers or yeah, yours. Yeah, I see a lot of cheers. Cheers is all right. I try to personalize it like, oh, thanks. The quiche was great. <laughs> it's thanks a little again. Of business Who email. Who exactly is that email to? Is that to Matt? Um, I have another. I have another related email. Just me. Can we go into just oh, me? Oh sure. Yeah. It kind of sounds like that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, no subject emails. Sometimes oh, wow. I ponder you asked for it, man. Something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. So just me or everyone dislike no subject email lines. I think I have been uh, doing the no subject thing lately. I like it. Chris likes it. I like it when I do it. I don't appreciate it when I receive it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. I feel like there's two. There's two aspects of it. There's the no subject, or there's the totally vague subject. Mm-hmm. And I get both just constantly 
all day long. And as someone whose like job it is to keep track of emails and make sure everything's flowing right, yeah, it's really helpful to have a couple words so I don't need to open up the email to see why I saved it. But like the no subject is crazy, and I mean this is just me. I don't know, maybe it is just me. But also the like I work for Adam, so Adam Carolla. That's a subject <laughs> line that I get all the time, and. You end up talking – like there's six or seven different chains, but they all have the same subject line, so they all get grouped together. Yeah. Ugh. But do- if you don't put the subject, doesn't the first part of the email just show up in your in Gmail? Mm. You still get the no yes. subject. You get the first couple words. That's true, but that's like that's given for any subject. Right. Or for any email, I should say. So, put yeah. a subject. I think the no subject thing – I've gotten a no subject email from – you, Allison. Uh-oh. But your email was like six words. Yes. And so I feel like for that me, just that shows doesn't up bug me. Subject, exactly. Because right? I know, oh, I know exactly what this is about because I can read it. I almost could just have just put that in the subject line. Exactly. See, so I'm just going to say. that doesn't bother me at all. Oddly enough, if that six-word email had been the subject line but the body was empty, wouldn't have bothered me. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know why that's that a, is. That's, that's a Mike that's August weird. move. That's a really yeah, that's weird. A Mike, that's a Mike August move for sure. Yeah, his are too long though. He goes. Yeah. Mike goes the other way. Well, Mike will writes... write like four sentences in the subject line. Yeah. That's crazy too. But um... in all caps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyway, that was my just me. I didn't mean to be like passive aggressive about. It. I just wanted to throw it out there. We're talking about emails. I'm okay. Send well, here's you a question. A thousand. You better not subjectless emails. Let's say my okay. So my email to Jenna would have been. Hey, are you available tomorrow at this time? Perfect. What would the subject? What that could have been the subject. But what? Tomorrow. But let's tomorrow. Yeah. Does everyone agree that that would have been the the appropriate subject line? I think there's a million appropriate su- subject lines though. Tomorrow, tomorrow at five. Pod, pod tomorrow. Who <laughs> pod <know>? tomorrow? <laughs> that just that show, one. show pod tomorrow. Tum. Pod Tom. Yeah. Pod Tom. Yeah. Really? T- T-M-R-W? The subject line is like the title of your book or your essay or it's the chapter title. Like you should – I think Put as, as creative writers, we should all be putting way more thought into this. There's but no maybe time. The, You're like yeah. my mom. Yeah. We, we talked about and I have to reply with witty texts. Oh, that's right. You did it's tell me so that. so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of all the emails that could have used so – I feel like – well, this is interesting. There's a bigger problem, too, because on the phone, you don't get the first few words like you do on Gmail. Mm. Like on my iPhone, if my iPhone's locked, I get the name of the person and the subject line. Right. So if I'm sitting on the couch watching TV and an email comes in, I get Matt Fondelier, no subject. Wait, oh, I, I don't, don't even get emails on my phone. I don't so That's just your settings. Oh, okay. Oh. I have to have that on, on mine. Yeah. I'm looking now and I'm seeing... Yeah, see, the way everything's set up for me, it's not that much of a difference whether there's an email or not. I mean, whether there's a subject line or not. You don't um, need a subject. It's fine. But the only reason you should put a subject is so you don't get that annoying message that says there's no subject. Do you, would agreed. you like to continue? And that's the only reason I put subjects in my stuff, just so I don't get that little pop-up that says, are you sure you want to send this oh, when without you send a subject? It. Have, yeah. you ever, have you ever just put a space in there? No. Not Does that monster. work? Yeah. Of course. Wow, that is actually worse than no subject. Oh, just is. blank, like just the space bar so that you don't even see any word. Wow. It's helpful that. to hear that you're you're reminding me why subject lines are important. Because 
very recently I thought, yeah, fuck it. I fuck guess the in subject a, line. People are going to read the email anyway. I think more in a business setting, it's more important. Yeah, Matt deals with a lot more emails than any of us. So I yeah. think for him, subjects are very important because he has to search I mean, I only mention it because there were like you know four or five that came up today that – and again, they just – they all get filed the same way and it's just sort of – I don't know. I was just thinking about it right yeah. before we started. But when I was a kid on AOL.com, I nice. emailed debomb993 at AOL. All right. <laughs> debomb. I'd, I'd answer it. Was that spelled D A D U H? Come on. Oh, it's like a it's a more full duh. I think, I think wow. D A was taken. <laughs> well, have I ever told you guys the story of my AOL screen name? This was back in the day when you really didn't just want to use your own name because you wanted like Da Bomb or like what what is my you know pseudonym going to yes. be? Who am I really? And I always had trouble coming up with clever ones. And then I had a drink a a dream, and in the dream, it dawned on me for some reason, and this was dream logic. It did not in real life. It wasn't funny, but in the dream, it was like the best screen name would be "Love My Carpet." Do you remember that <laughs> carpet cleaner project? Uh, what? Product? <laughs> no. Does anyone remember that there used to be a, a carpet cleaner called "Love My Carpet"? No, but no? I feel like Sorry. no one got your. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great screen name, though. It's, no, it's not. But anyway, it's an interesting screen. There used not to be. <laughs> there used to be a carpet cleaner called Love My Carpet, and for some reason, I think in real life, it always struck me as sort of a funny name. I don't know why. Um, not hilarious. Not something you would want on your as your screen name, but it was just sort of a kitschy name for a carpet cleaner. So anyway, I was like, oh, you could just make it L U V M Y carpet mm-hmm. or maybe take out the e because if you took out the a then it was like love my crypt and that was creepy so i went with that just because it's just for you know just silly and ridiculous and i think this was in the day where if you were even on aol people could instant message you is that right because i know that randoms would would instant message me and so a lot of people started <laughs> instant messaging me telling me how they loved my screen name and i thought wow it's weird i don't know why i don't think they are i don't think they're thinking of the carpet cleaner, I guess it's just any sort of strong emotion that you show. Like love, the fact that I said love, that's, I wasn't expecting this response, but okay. So then this guy starts talking to me and then he tells me he'll treat my carpet well, he won't wear shoes on it. I'm like, oh, he weird. won't wear shoes won't on wear it. Shoes what does that mean? What does and then that he said, mean? How about, he, he, he's like, how about, and I'm just saying, like, you know, I love your screen name. Thanks. He said. And then he's like, how about I'll choke the chicken and you love your carpet. And then I said, I think you're thinking of a different carpet than I am. Click. And then I changed my screen name. <laughs> I didn't realize that that's what everyone was loving <laughs> before that moment. And I felt so gross. <laughs> you just – you you – you you had cyber sex and you didn't even know it. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Ew. What a gentleman. I'm, I'm not going to put shoes on it. Ew, what does that mean? I know. What does that mean? Ew. Took it to a whole new weird yeah. level. All right. Should we do the actual Just Me or Everyone's? Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought of. Wait, another quick thought before we do this. I was thinking the other day, makeup artists must be having to deal with people's eye crud all the time. And that must be so gross. 
I'm sure, I'm sure they're great. used to it now. They don't care. It's like, uh, like when you're, I don't know, like if you're a surgeon, blood doesn't even bother you anymore. Right. Yeah. So. But to me, all those things are gross. Blood and eye crud. <laughs> <laughs> For me, that would be a downside of the job. Because, I mean, many people don't. Many people don't have eye crud, but you're like dealing, you're all up in people's eyes all the time. Not everyone is going to have crud-free eyes. I would wager that as a makeup artist, you would be more offended by bad breath than by eye crud. Oh. I think that's the biggest hurdle. Definitely. You're right. That's what I'm here for. I guess that's what I'm saying. As a makeup artist, you're in people's you're, faces. Yeah. Gross. Ew. Okay. Or if your makeup artist has bad breath, that's always a trouble. Yeah, yeah. Hour. People are gross. I don't think I will ever find myself in <laughs> yeah, either I don't situation. Think that's be my problem ever. <laughs> All right, Joseph Hopper says, just me or everyone, it bugs me when a person asks, are you busy, right after answering the phone. If I was busy, I would probably not answer. Um, the, but I feel like there has to be something that is said before you launch into your whatever. Don't you think? There has, some sort of formality. Yeah, like do you have a minute? Yeah, or, or did I catch you at a bad time? Yeah, I've, I, I do do the are you busy and I hate – I always uh, – I hate when I do it like – I'll, I'll go to Matt and I need something and I'll like knock on his office. Hey, man, are you busy? And he'll, he's like ripping his hair. Yes, I'm fucking busy. What do you need? Like, stop. Don't start with that. And, and it's like, true. Yeah, it's that a, actually was a very real reenactment, I'm sure, <laughs> from like last night or something. So, uh, so I try to watch myself now because, yeah, it is annoying. Like, if someone asked me that, I'd probably get annoyed too. I just, it's just, it is a way to just kind of ease into whatever request you're going to say. Yeah. But I, am, I should watch myself. You're sort of just taking the temperature of like, what did you just watch, walk into? I yeah. think. I think you should just take the busy into account. The, the, question, the answer to that question is always going to be yes. So instead of saying, are you busy, hey, when you get a second, can I talk to you? Or, hey, Matt, I know when you're you busy. When you call them on the phone and you say that? <laughs> That's true. I guess not on the phone. Hey, when you get a second, call me back. <laughs> I'm, Alive. I'm Sorry I interrupted you. I know you're busy. <laughs> I guess it only works for you in person. Yeah. yeah. No, just always assume they're busy. And it's yeah, just assume Hey, Matt, busy. I know you're busy. Can you? But I guess his point is that... I mean, the J the JMO submitter's point is that if I've picked up the phone for you, then then I'm not busy. Then you can right. go ahead and assume I'm not busy. Otherwise, right. I wouldn't have picked up. Well, well what done, do you guys sir. say? Okay, so someone calls me. I pick up. Hello. What do you say? Hey, what's up? Who's this? <laughs> you call <laughs> me? You call oh, her. I'm not very good with phones. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what a phone is. Do you? What's your go-to? I think mine's, hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, hey how's it going? How's it going? Yeah. I don't know. How do you answer the phone? Hello? Allison here. Go for Allison. <laughs> Go for Allison. <laughs> the Eagles Allison landed. Allison Rosen Go for is Allison. your new best friend business. Hello. How <laughs> <laughs> may I route your call? You're on the hotline with Allison Rosen. Yeah? <laughs> I just say hello. Yeah. Uh, How you, do you, like what? Uh, even an unknown number? Oh, I don't answer. I don't even answer known numbers usually. Uh, but... How do you answer an unknown number? I, sometimes I will. I don't know. Just if, if I'm feeling... Frisky? Yeah. From, Feeling like I want to get into something weird? Sure, I'll answer it. I don't know. <laughs> and how do you answer it though? Um, this is Chris or hello. Like I don't know. It, if I'm expecting a call from an unknown number, then uh, this is Chris because it's probably someone like from I don't know. Like I'm trying to get a phone line set up at the other warehouse, so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll answer. This is Chris. Um, usually hello though. Yeah. Yeah. A, a curious hello. <laughs> like why? I'll are you answer calling? an un- I'll answer an unknown number with my full name. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've heard him do it. Why? That's where I picked it up. My dad did it when he used to work at his office. They trained their whole company to do it. So when you call somebody, there's no chance that – like there's it eliminates the is this Gary step of it. It's just like I pick up the phone, Gary Smith. The person immediately knows they have the right Especially person. Especially if it's a wrong number, don't. then yeah. That's smart. 
That is smart. Yeah. So. Except that it throws people sometimes. Yeah, because that's they true. because they're expecting to say, uh, "Can I please speak to Gary?" Or I've had people say, "Can I please speak to Gary?" Right after I said that, I'm like speaking, and they're like all flustered, like, "Uh," but you don't change. But then you're, oh, hold you're on, like, let me get him. Yeah. On top of that phone call, like you're right. the boss I of that the, call. I have after the upper that. hand. In yeah, that call, exactly. Even though I was mm-hmm. the callie. Now, when you would answer the phone in your house growing up as kids, how did you answer? Did you do the like Smith residence? Yeah. Then did you do the? May I tell them who's calling? Yes. May I ask who's calling? It's not may I tell them. That wasn't, at least in my house. Right. May, may I ask, ask, who's calling. ask who's calling? Yeah, we did that. Because Everyone. that, yeah. That'll never happen I think anymore. that was specific because. Kids don't have to worry about it. Because yeah. if they didn't want to take the call, may I tell them who's calling confirms oh, right. that they're home. They're, yes. So my dad and mom trained me to say, may I ask who's calling in case they wanted to ignore <laughs> the person. Right. <laughs> so I, I always know. felt it was a tell. When they ask who's calling, and there's a long pause, like, no, they're not here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Which actually makes me think that when you call someone in a business sense and you, and, or business setting and you ask for them and then the person gets back on and says, you know, he or she's in a meeting right now or on a call, is that ever true? Yeah. Sometimes. Pretty low percentage, but <laughs> it happens. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, not that I've ever heard it or anything. I just <laughs> Sarah H. says, when eating fruit on the bottom yogurt, I suffer through the first half plain, then mix for an extra fruity second half. It's been <laughs> a while since I've had fruit on the bottom yogurt, but I could see wanting to do that. I think uh, I didn't like the plain tart flavor. I like it now, but as a kid, I would definitely, I would have mixed right away. Yeah. I don't eat yogurt that much anymore. I, I went, I was vegan for like four or five years, and then now like I can't do dairy like except like cheese but i won't drink milk or eat yogurt i don't know why because it's gross or it yeah, yeah it wreaks just havoc on your it just it, it does no it doesn't wreak nothing nothing does to me oh um, right but i don't know i just it just it just doesn't taste as good anymore stoned pelican and train i i no, i i became lactose intolerant in college and milk tastes horrible to me now. yeah i won't drink milk like the flavor i just because obviously i know it hurts my stomach but just beyond that i drank some recently just to taste it and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is this is bad. What is wrong with you people? And it, but, was, and it wasn't bad milk? No. <laughs> no. So do, we, do you guys use fake? Like I use almond milk a lot. I, like I love almond, almond milk. Yeah. Soy yeah. milk, almond milk. Hemp milk. All what? the fake milks. Hemp milk. Oh, I've never had that. Oh, it's good. Wait, why were you vegan? Um, I just, I was vegetarian. I, I was vegetarian like all through high school and then just, I guess it evolved. And then, yeah, I just became vegan in college for about five years and then stopped. How long were you in college? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love the same shit. Damn it. <laughs> I see what you mean. In college, but then you continued yeah, for five college. years. Right. Um, Actually, I was but- in college for like five years, though, or more than that. I don't know, something like that. Just because I started in college and then I went back to community college and then transferred out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where did you end up graduating from? Cal State L.A. And wait, do you eat everything now though, except for milk and dairy and stuff? Yeah, he eats everything. I eat. That's what I thought. Everything, yeah. So that's was that out. weird eating meat uh, again? Oh, it was super weird. Do um, you feel guilt, or did you feel guilt? You know, yeah, no, not really. I mean, I just got over it, and I just what really, really was is I hated being that guy that you know you go to a wedding and they make a special dish for you. You go out to dinner with and your or someone's mom makes dinner and they make a special dish for yeah. you, and it's just. 
I just felt like such a hassle. Or, you know, if we'd be at a restaurant, I'd have to make all these alterations to, to make this dish vegan. And, um, and at the same time, just my drive for, um, you know, uh, eating only vegan just kind of, kind of started going away. So I just, I just said, you know what? I've, I think I've done my part. I'm done. I mean, it, at the same time, it sucks because I, I made a lot of vegetarian and vegan friends. I was going to say, they must have not been I, into I don't your... even think a lot of them know. I'm too scared <laughs> to even tell them. And if, if I did go out to eat with them, I would eat vegan. Like, mm-hmm. it's just because um, just I used to work at a vegan raw restaurant. So I would hear them just talk shit on, you know, pe- all the vegetarians who sold out. And it's just like, ah. Oh. Isn't there like a shaming website? Yeah. We did that story, yeah. I think, in New York. There's a website... I think it's called vegan sellout. Maybe really? people can out their friends oh. or out their former. Yeah, it's it's such it's so weird. Like I, when I was vegetarian vegan, I didn't even tell people. Like it, nobody even knew. Um, I actually was vegan when I started here, and nobody knew. Can you imagine if Adam knew? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I know. I don't think he cared. Mike Altier was vegan when he started here, for like a day. I don't know. And then true? he saw. And then he met all of us, and yeah, maybe met Adam and, <laughs> and changed. <laughs> I just think it's so me. I didn't know about the shaming thing. Yeah, that is so rude. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, it's just I they, don't understand why because they're so much better. Well, when you don't eat meat, it affects the parts of your brain that make you <laughs> oh. nice. I have nothing against. Them. I have, I have against no them. problem either. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't care if you're vegan. So, but there, yeah, well, there are... I can, but I can understand it in as much as if you are vegan or vegetarian. And you are unable to eat meat without imagining that an animal was butchered okay. for it. Okay. And that if you feel like people shouldn't even be allowed to eat meat because it is something that was once alive, then I can see where you'd think that people are so cruel to eat it. If that's where if that's where it's coming right. from. Right. If it's coming from like some sort of holier than thou bullshit, then fuck them. Right. Okay. Well, okay. I guess I just don't think of vegetarianism like that. So okay, fine, fine. You're not so mean. <laughs> Well, you know, there are people who say that if you can't your if you couldn't yourself shoot the or kill the animal, then you shouldn't eat meat. Like you should only eat meat if you could hunt yourself, you know, not hunt yourself, but if you yourself could hunt. Um and the people who are so proud that that they will hunt and they'll eat the thing that they killed. Um and I, that doesn't make sense to me because I there's no way I could ever kill an animal. But I can eat meat. But it's only because it's so separate for me. And I don't see why that's necessarily a bad thing. I'd actually like to hear what the argument is. I suspect it's something like I'm buying into this cold clinical way of looking at the food chain or something. I I don't know. I'd like to hunt myself, though. (laughs) I don't know. My sister was a vegetarian still is and she tried to have my nephew be a vegetarian and that lasted like seven years but i mean she was just never a dick about it I, yeah I yeah don't know. i have no problem See, with that's vegetarians. The thing. i have no problem with it either it's just if i get oppressed like if yeah people I would, are yeah, like... if somebody tried to shame me i would get very aggressive <laughs> there you go yes I, I... it would very quickly it would be like a it would be like a two or three way exchange that ended with me going fuck off then because that's just dumb. Like, I, I'm sorry. You can have your convictions, but if you're going to try to shame me for yours, then no. Right. Thank you. I actually – I wish I could be vegetarian sometimes. And I have tried it. Not in a really long time though. Because when I really think about meat mm-hmm. – but I, su- I suspect all of us are like that. When you really think about <laughs> oh, it, yeah. it's like it's, – it's, it's upsetting. I didn't eat chicken for like 
years because I just didn't – one, I didn't like it. But then I started thinking about it and then, yeah, you just don't go down that road. Right. Don't go down that road and enjoy a hamburger every once in a while. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Memento Mori says, oh, wow. I rate my orgasms on a scale of 1 to 10 for how awesome they are. Man, what a bummer to get a one. <laughs> yeah, you say it's to the person. Yeah. yeah. A little yeah. different in a private setting, I, I guess. Is that a guy that... or a girl, too? Because if it's a guy, you get a one, you have to wait. Like, oh, well, you got to wait now. Um, I, I don't do that. Anyone? I, it just never no. occurred to me. Is there that much of a fluctuation? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question, actually. I would think, actually, there'd be more fluctuation for girls. I don't know yeah. if, if there is for guys, though. Hey guys, it's like one or two. Or you mean nine or ten? Oh, nine or ten, yeah. Thousand. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Alberton says, when an actor is playing a dead person, all I can do is stare and see if I can bust that. <laughs> Taking a breath. I, I do, do that, that too. Sometimes. Totally. Yeah. Nice. Totally. Yeah. yeah, or blinking or just any sort of facial twitch. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Like you go to a movie to like kind of escape reality and yet you can't help but try to – Pull yourself yeah. out of the movie. Right. Or like I'll try to hold my breath with them and see if I could have done it. <laughs> People like write in and do that all, uh, with that one a lot. Yeah. That's a common one. Like when a like character is holding their breath. I like that one because you're suspending the reality of the show, but you're not suspending the fact that there's editing. It <laughs> <laughs> might yeah. not all be one solid shot. <laughs> I've never done it with the breathing, but I have done like a ticking time bomb. And you see that there's 30 seconds left. Oh, I do that shit. I will – okay, 30, 29. Yeah. And then like wait to see when they cut back to the clock if it matched up. Some movies – uh, Some movies do a good they job. They do a pretty it. good job. Most yeah. Wanted I saw recently was really has a really bad scene in that. Um, Fast and the Furious One talks about the quarter mile race that's like ten seconds, and they keep talking about the ten second car and the ten second car, and the race is thirty two seconds. <laughs> like <laughs> there are some bad. really bad. It's just ones. dramatic. You watched Fast and Furious recently? No, I just know that one. Okay. All right. Yeah, I have to that. ask a newsroom question, Matt. How far? How long are you? Or do you um, need to pump your ears? Always one behind. It's a just horrible. one? Okay, yeah, then this behind. will be a fine. He's going to pump his ears. Pump your ears. On, no, but you guys told me that there wasn't an episode two weeks ago. That's and correct. Then I thought last night or I watched two nights so, ago. I watched, watched It's Always Sunny. I watched that one instead. Sorry. That's all right. Um, all right. So this is not a spoiler. There was a thing that involved um, – Trying to figure out how to put this. <laughs> Jeff Daniels this dying. All this is Not for anyone here. <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to make it vague. There was a thing that involved a clock. Here we go. Yes. Now, did you arrive at the eventual plot? I knew exactly where it was going when I saw her start staring at it. Yeah. Yes, because it. I. I. That was so obvious to me that that's where they were going, and then it took a while for them to. No, I mean, I. I put it together. I think before she was even looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. They really so spoon fed that one. Well, yes. they bludgeoned you with with the rules of sports. Right. And there was no other reason for that to. Yeah. Happen. She did ask about sports and timing about fifteen times in that episode. Right. Right. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, and I wanted to ask a question about this last episode, but I can't with Matt here. Okay. Matt, um, don't make me pump my eardrums again. I'll yeah. fucking do it. No, actually, I can because it's something that you know. Here, this is all I'm going to say. Maggie's hair, continuity, what the fuck? Mm. Okay. I'm sure it's explained, but still. Jamie Alberton said, oh, no, we already did that one. Cats me out, 05. When I see an innocent, sweet newborn, I can't imagine but help – I can't help but imagine how fucked up and mentally ill they will be later in life. I don't have that. <laughs> that is really sad. Um, all right. So, Cat's Meow, not necessarily just you. 
I can't say that I've ever done it with a newborn infant, but at any given time I'm at a sporting arena or a stadium. <laughs> is that often? Very rare. Sporting, sporting arena. arena to watch people play <laughs> on the basketball that field. <laughs> sporting That's arena. Okay. That, was I did. Done, that was I done did. in jest. I did not mean that. No, I know. It's funny. I accidentally said basketball field. I will say that at at sporting events, when you see like kids on the big screen, I have definitely had that thought. Oh like, yeah, the kid that's like smiling and waving, I've had that thought. Like this is probably going to be the highlight of their life. Like this <laughs> yeah. is their biggest, most uh-huh. mo- mo- most memorable moment is being on this giant screen. And they were eight years old when it happened. I Four agree person. with just me or everyone with a small caveat. I. If I just walked into a room and saw a baby, I wouldn't think that. But if I saw the parents, that's where the judgment comes from. Yeah, it's that's like what if, I was going to say. If the parents got an ill-advised tattoo or is too young <laughs> or is smoking around the kid or like just anything like that or, or you know, you Being see one parent and it seems apparent that they're not with a partner and that that's a single parent, like that's where my judgment starts to come in. And it's fucked up. I shouldn't be doing that. Wait, I you do have, it too. We all do it, right? You have judge oh, some of that. But if it's a single parent – even if the person seems like nice like if I were, and, and good and able to provide structure, you would have that instant judgment. No, I would judge. I would judge that that kid's going to have a harder time. Okay, I wouldn't judge that they're going to end up as a heroin addict. But I, yes, I believe that it is harder to be a single parent than it is. To yeah. Traditional. And structure. Matt, getting jumbotron action is a highlight of most people's lives. Yeah. If you get it, enjoy it. Yeah. Have I'm you jealous. had it? I've had a few times. Oh, nice. a few times. I've lived a good Sheesh. life. That's very I played the halftime show the, at the Laker game. No, I wish. I went to a, a Miami uh, <laughs> um, a Marlins game where nobody – what? Did I say something stupid no, again? No. It was just the way oh. you said it. We're just, just all so, longing for yeah. to do that. Yes. You wish you were in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was so obvious. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, yeah, I've gotten done with Tron action. No kiss came yet, Matt. Thanks, fucker. <laughs> um, okay. Naughty Princess says, first tweet ever. Oh, wow. Thank you for being the recipients of your first tweet. When I see a semi go under an overpass, I watch because I want to see it peel open like a sardine can. Just me or everyone. I think about that. Um, I got to see it firsthand pretty oh, much wow. with Adam in August on our way back from Connecticut trying to get to the JFK airport. Then, t- I mean, it, it had already happened before we got there, but I saw the aftermath, and the top, the top of the truck didn't peel out like a sardine can. It was like the top – it was like an accordion. The, the top smushed down to the bottom, and the sides blew out. It was fucking crazy, and there was shit all over the freeway. That the epic story that Adam talked about on the air. We almost missed our flight and everything. That was because uh, over a truck had gotten like lodged into a tunnel. How did he leave that part wow. out? Or did he? he not no, leave he talked that about part. it. He, oh, did he did talk about it. Yeah. How did I tune that part out? <laughs> it's an interesting part of the story. Wow. Um, were people okay? Do you know? I have no clue. I mean, it was you know, I, there wasn't like blood on the street or anything like yeah. that. But the truck looked fucked up. Yeah. Ironically, wow. it's delivering sardines, right? Yeah, it was a sardine <laughs> truck. No. Um, all right. Paris Paramus. No, sorry. Andrew Moss says, and this is disgusting, eating the food <laughs> off my dental floss as I pull it out of my that, teeth. Oh, no. That. Things inside me are clenching up and wanting to turn inside out. I think 
not even he does this. He just wanted Maybe. to see if one of us suckers would admit to it. Maybe. Oh, that, it's a trick. Oh, that is terrible. What? We're going to no. get you tweets don't... now from people who say they do this shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how they're like licking your food. really weird ones are never truly just you. Yeah. There's always others out there. You're right. It's weird that that's so gross, though, because actually, if I ate chips or something and then later i because you know sometimes like later you'll be like oh there was a little one left over here little bonus delicious yeah as long as it all happens inside your mouth right it's when something right. like a finger or something ugh, i can't even say that but if you it's especially too if you like pulled it out and then looked at it yes. and then put it back in your mouth that's when it's really bad i think that's the key because when you look at it it will always look disgusting yes even How, if it is delicious. However, yeah, what, if, what what depends what you're eating. This right? is what I was gonna say. If it was an apple, I feel like that is the most acceptable. Versus, what would be the least Piece acceptable? Of meat? Salmon. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> we all had a visceral reaction. <laughs> Salmon. Ew. Okay. I, but I feel like an apple might be the most, yeah. the, the least disgusting. So Andrew, salmon? No, apple? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're taking notes. Paris Paramus says. Captchas, I can't. Oh, I punctuated this wrong. Captchas, I can't read. <laughs> Captchas, I can't read. Make me think I'm either going colorblind or getting senile. Yes, I always have trouble with those. Why what is that? They're I, making okay, them I know, even. I'm sorry. What is... Captchas are those things where when you log in, it's like we're sorry, but we have to make sure you're a human. And then they give you in a window, it'll give you like a bunch of letters and numbers, and you have to type them gotcha. into. Verify that you're a human, um, and for some reason they're called captchas. Yeah. Uh, and what's this hashtag TCOT? Is that something oh, I should know? That's top conservative on Twitter. Oh. I don't know. That, that is weird. I guess is they want to know non, as well. This is a non-political JMO, I think. So anyway, interesting. Um, I I wonder if he was a red eye fan because I used to see that in the red eye days, that quite a bit. Um, yes, I have trouble with those almost always. Yeah, they, I, them, I can't be the only. They've one. gotten very, very, very hard to read. I often just refresh it one. to go to the next yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, like is it an M or is it an N I? Well, they right. have the Sticker. audio version of it too. If you can't read it, you can push a button and a weird computer voice will read it to you. Have you guys ever tried that before? I'm going to. Yeah. I can't wait. It's, it's not a whole lot easier, but it, yeah. it kind of is a little bit. But it's how does of, it do it? It just comes up and it's like Q R four six two. Oh, but then yeah. you, but it like usually goes too fast. So you have to play it like three fucking times. Exactly, and it's, and it's just, like it's I thought always it was going to be quality. like cure nervous. Right. Oh, it smelled like a word. Wow. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, that awesome. they have a word hidden in the. <laughs> yeah, they are way too hard to read. But yeah, S or a five, like yeah, exactly. Or you know, back to the M thing. Like, or is it or is it lowercase R, lowercase yeah. N? Yeah, R N or M. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a plague. And are they case sensitive? Yes, most of them are. It's almost as if the only thing that can read it are robots. computers. Yeah. <laughs> You're so right. All right, Just trying to flush us out. all along. Well, thank you guys so much. <laughs> yeah, guys, just want to say thank thanks to everyone. Just want to say thank you. <laughs> Dang right? it! He beat me to the thank you. <laughs> you should have set your alarm. Uh. I really should have. <laughs> now you've canceled out any other thank yous for Sorry. a little bit of time. That's absolutely right. I'm going to say thank you first thing next <laughs> week. That's what I'm opening with. <laughs> um, I want to remind you guys that we have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You need this based on the 
segment of the same name from this show. And you can get it by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself with your iPhone in the iTunes store. And also we have a special bonus episode available with Greg Proops and Doug Benson recorded live at the L.A. Podcast Festival. And um, Greg Proops, it looks like he'll be coming back on my show soon. So get excited for that. But as preparation. Is he Tim or Steve or whatever? I don't know. Uh, Okay. Maybe he's both. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't, Gary still doesn't understand which day he'll be on, and I Nobody don't either. Knows. I know. It's a mystery to all of us. Um, but you can get that up. Yeah. So prepare for that by listening to this episode. Uh, it's, it's super funny. If I do say so myself, uh, which I just did, and it's $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can follow Gary on Twitter at GPatrickSmith. You can follow Matt. Or, or You know what? Just go to ThereWillBeSpoilers.com. Please Every do. single time I yep. do it that way. Um, and Chris, what will it be? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Chris Loxamana. Okay. There and you Jenna, you can follow Jenna at Jenna Kim Jones or go to Jenna Kim Jones.com. And hey, me- I'd just like to say thank you. <laughs> you guys are all throwing me under the bus here. I don't know now. Thank you, Jenna Zealand. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, everybody. It hasn't been five minutes, but that felt genuine. <laughs> it was. I know. Well, it's because of the way he said it, and he looked at you right in the eyes and had like a puppy dog look. Yeah, and the conversation was... had had moved yeah. on. Maybe that's what oh. it is. If the conversation hasn't moved, then it's five minutes. But otherwise, if you're thanking them for something else. You guys at home right. don't know this, but Gary actually was crossing his fingers when he said thank you. So it <laughs> might have sounded really sincere, <laughs> but here in the studio, I saw some fingers crossed. Oh, no. I don't know if that was legit or not. You know, like it, like <laughs> like one. in your scenario, in your scenario where you're thanking someone for dinner and then you glom onto the thanks and then yeah. your thanks is no longer sincere. If after that someone says, hey, do you have a Band-Aid? And then you give them a Band-Aid and then someone else says thanks. It could be right afterwards, but it's still a genuine thanks. Does that make sense? <laughs> Did I just send another email with my say, words? I made about as much sense as that scheduling email. <laughs> okay. I hope I will have slept (laughs) next week. Um, All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Bye. I won't wear shoes on your carpet. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we got to go. Alison Rosen is your new best friend. That's right, that's right. Those good times don't seem to end. That's right, that's right. Alison Rosen is your new best friend. Hey, do you know?